1: Hey, our world is changing and we want to talk to you about American financing, who is supplying uh, the funding for this uh, this half hour or this hour of blaze coverage. Um, American financing change your world, your economic world. They can change it quickly. Salary based consultants, they do not work for the bank. They don't take any kickbacks or bonuses for getting people into a certain kind of loan instrument. American Financing has your back and they can help you navigate all of your options. I I urge you, please, if you're in a fixed or uh, fixed, uh, sorry, a variable loan, get to a fixed loan. If you have high interest credit cards, please pay them off. Um, at uh, at a much, much lower interest rate. You can actually get out from underneath those things. American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. Call them now. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, what is your line in the sand? What's your line in the sand? Has it been crossed yet? Is it um, teaching our kids about all kinds of uh, sexual identity crap that is just that crap? Gender identity, all of that stuff? Is that it? Is it, um, is it I don't know, A transgender uh strip shows in your schools is that a line see these are things that we all knew we were not for how about how about getting rid of all gasoline cars by 2035 is that a line for you what is your line how about a global organization telling our government what to do If that's a line for you, you should know what the UN did yesterday. They demanded that all central banks, including the Federal Reserve, stop all rate hikes and switch to price controls instead. The UN is now demanding. Uh, my gut says we're gonna listen to the UN. We're gonna go there in 60 seconds. I like to try to find solutions to problems. There is nothing worse than somebody who comes to you every day. Wow, I just realized this is me. Coming to you every day with problems and no... no, Okay, forget I said any of that. Listen, here's a solution to a problem if you want to sell your home and you don't know who to find for a real estate agent. Um, The experience sometimes is really dicey with the wrong real estate agent. They can... They can make your, your um, home buying and home selling experience horrible or incredible. When you go to find a real estate agent, you're out looking at houses, do they listen to you? And are you afraid to say things like, is this the master bedroom? Because they'll be like, don't say, I knew I shouldn't have brought you unwoke white people out here. Uh, you can solve all those problems by finding a real estate agent through my company, realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a free service to you. We've vetted them. We know them. We get to know them quite well before we begin to um, recommend people to you. We have somebody in the area probably where you are living and where you are moving to, and they're the best. realestateagentsitrust.com realestateagentsitrust.com so Stu, there's some there's a really good there's some this is wow how do you get inflation to come down
2: well you usually would raise interest rates and that would decrease demand slowing the economy and
1: hopefully and what do you do with all those dollars suck them back in suck them back in and burn Mm -hmm. them up Mm -hmm. right so the the reason why we have higher interest rates is because the federal reserve is charging more for the banks to borrow that money so they charge you more money and all of that money goes back to the central bank and they destroy it that way there's you know the the definition of inflation is too many dollars chasing too few goods now we have an extraordinary problem because we have too few goods because the supply chain broke down so that automatically will make things go up but we also have a problem the world has never had before. Never. We have debt all over the world that is, it's unpayable. It's just unpayable. Hey, by the way, we're number one. We're number one again. We just broke $31 trillion in debt. Uh, it took us only nine months to go from 30 to $31 trillion, which I think is, I mean, that's a world record. And pretty special. Pretty special. Really amazing. We did a great job there. Mm -hmm. So as the government is spending all of this money, it is increasing inflation because the money is just being printed. And you can't print money without inflation. So what are they saying? The United Nations is now demanding that all central banks stop their rate hikes, which is the way to stop inflation stop rate hikes, and switch instead to price controls. Now, here's the problem. They're doing price controls now in Europe for gas and oil. The problem is the companies can't make enough money because it's about shortages. So if you had uh, you know, a way to make money, To go and drill for some more, you can make the price go down. That's how it works. You have a high price, you make more, you find more, you ship more. But what is our government doing and what is Europe doing? They are limiting the oil and gas. So we caused this problem. Not we. You didn't cause it. I didn't cause it. The Democrat down the street didn't cause it. The global elites have caused this. And what they've done is they've shut down and said, we're getting off of all energy. We're going to go for this new phantasmic kind of energy that nobody really knows yet, but it's going to be great. And we're going to stop all production of fossil fuels by 2035. Okay, all right. So how do you get the price to go down? The UN is now saying price controls. You just tell those energy companies you're not allowed to charge more than X. Why doesn't that work, Stu? (laughs) How long do we have? Yeah. Uh, It
2: never works, it's never worked. Um, You know, it only makes things much worse. It makes things much, much, much worse. Mm -hmm. And uh, over time, it destroys an economy. I mean, every time we've attempted it, it's it's blown up in our face. Yeah,
1: because it's no longer the free market. So they are now saying go off the free market on all prices, all prices. Now, here's another reason why it won't work. For instance, the energy companies. The energy companies right now can't make money. They can't make money. They can't even make enough money to keep operating. So what, what is the European banks doing, the central banks? They are printing money to give it to the companies to make up for the shortfall. So this is not reducing inflation, price controls not doing anything. So that's coming from the U.N. today. I don't know if that's, you know, I don't know, something that maybe is a line for you. But we will watch to see if our Fed does as the U.N. has directed. Now, they are focused over in Europe on collecting extra funds for cash-strapped governments. Because the governments are cash strapped because they're pumping out billions in emergency aid to help cushion businesses from the things they can't afford any month anymore. So they put a price cap on uh, on oil and gas. Now, the problem is, is the price of gas is up because nobody is investing in getting it. And the supply is now at risk. America could be a big winner here if we were just willing to open up. But we're not. We're not. Um, And so with a price cap in Europe, most likely that gas will go to China. Because China doesn't have a price cap. And so if you want the free market to work, well then, I don't know, they're going to pay me... A dollar more instead of four dollars a gallon for liquefied natural gas. They'll pay me five dollars a gallon. I'm going to China. Then the government has to step in the global government and has to say, no, you can't sell that to China. That's not going to make China happy. Oh, one one other thing. The U.N. is also saying and global experts are also saying that we need to have, uh, you know, what was that chip bill? Chips for everybody. What was that? The Chips Act. Yeah, the Chips Act. Mm -hmm. They're now calling for a ships act. That the United States starts to build all kinds of ships like we did in World War II. Because we rely too much on Chinese shipping companies. Which, if I'm not mistaken, one of the big shipping companies is owned by... uh, Turtleface's wife, right? The family. Yeah. yeah isn't that weird? Anyway, um, we're looking now to, uh, to build our own ships. However, China is posturing that if we do this, that won't sit well with them. So we're just making things a little more complicated. And, but I feel good. I feel good that it is experts that are doing this. You know, because trust the science. Um, Also, let me show you a little bit of your future. Outrage bank clients, at least two of them armed, stormed four commercial banks in Lebanon yesterday over the withdrawal limits that have been imposed throughout the country because the financing is melting down. What's happening? The Fed or the central bank is saying, we're tightening. We're not going to make all this money free because interest rate, I mean, because uh, inflation rate is going through the roof everywhere in the world. So we got to pull some of this money back. Well, the banks who have been on the the central bank teat forever and have made more money than you can ever imagine, they don't have the money. They just don't have it. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's all tied up someplace. And so... We, we have to go on to austerity as well. And so in Lebanon, as in China, they are limiting what you can take out of the bank. Well, bank hold, um, holdups are now um, snowballing all across Lebanon because of the capital controls. You can't go take the money out. And these robbers are not going in and say, give me all the money. These robbers are going in and saying, I want access to my account. I, I need, you know, $10,000. I need $25,000 in my account. One of the accounts, uh, let me get this right, was enormous. Um, he has in his account $700,000. He went in. Because he needed eleven thousand seven hundred and fifty, so he held up the bank for eleven thousand seven hundred and fifty <laughs> of his own money, in which he has seven hundred thousand dollars in the bank. He's in jail today. So is everybody else that did this. They're not allowing you to take out money. One guy, one guy, he came in with a pistol. And he said, look, I need $24,000. And he has it in his account. The guy has been trying to sell his kidney. But couldn't get a buyer for his kidney. And he's going bankrupt. Everything is falling apart. His family is, is desperate. So he has the money in the bank to pay his bills. But they won't give him the money. So his first thought was, I'll sell a kidney. That didn't work. So he went in with a gun and he said, look, I don't want anybody else's money. I just want my money. By the way, yesterday, Biden announced another six hundred and twenty five million dollars in military aid for Ukraine. As I told you, we also have surpassed now thirty one trillion dollars. In debt, it took us nine months to go from thirty to thirty one Gee, I wonder what 's causing inflation. Just one thing cause I, I think you might be worrying people here
2: when you say these big numbers and you just need to understand that there 's not that much of a problem here. Each one percent that we these rates go up, it will cost us an additional two point six trillion dollars this decade and thirty trillion dollars over the next thirty years. Which works out to 37% of our GDP in new debt. That's each 1% the rates go up. So, this is going to work out well. And that's what I want people to take out of
1: this entire monologue. I can, I can, I, I just remember Ronald Reagan saying, you're going to come a time where there are no good choices left anymore because the time is past. The time is past. So, there is a, a good choice. It is reconnecting with things that are real, important, and reconnecting to God and your family. You, you have to be involved in politics. I want to I, I tell you, I've always thought it was uh, God, country, family. In fact, I have a tattoo that says pro Prodeo deo, pro uh, patria, pro familia. And I always thought that that's the way it was. I've heard a great argument from one of our founders that said, no, that's not the way it is. You won't have a family if you don't have a country. It's, pro, it's for God, for country, for family. Your family doesn't survive unless your country survives. You get you, to protect your family, you've got to protect your country. Stu's looking at me like, that's not... Isn't that what the tattoo says? Yeah, I think... Oh, yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. It's reverse. You've got to protect your family, family or you're going to... Yeah, okay. Because if your family <laughs> isn't solid, you will lose the country. Right. I mean, they... Yeah, thank you, you. The fact that you could say that the opposite way and it
2: still makes sense shows that they're all important. But you're right, right. Family was the focus of the founders, even above country. I mean, you think about people who actually founded a nation wouldn't think
1: that way. But they did. And look at our look at our families. Look at the state of our families. The state of our families is is horrific right now. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. California just passed a law. They can take your kids away in a red state. If you're not, uh, you know, gender affirming. In a red state, California, is just they can do that now, apparently. Okay, Why is that happening? Because our family is under attack. Our god is under attack. God, family, country. Get your family together, get your family solid and get out and vote. There's nothing quite like a flash sale to remind you of what a great company My Pillow is and the amazing products they have. Mike Lindell's been revolutionizing the world of sleep for years and he rolls new products out all the time. He has the My Pillow and the mattress topper and the Giza sheets. Even has towels and slippers. And right now, the Giza Dream Sheets are back at their lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off. 60% off, which means they're as low as $39.99 with the promo code BECK. Just like everything else My Pillow makes, these sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. A guarantee that you're not going to need. Listen, why sleep on anything but the best? Especially when the best is on sale for such a low, low price. Do yourself a favor and get the Giza Dream Sheets today. Giza Dream Sheets available now at MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square and check this flash sale out on the Giza Dream Sheets, along with other limited time offers. Use the promo code BECK. Call 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials deal. 800-966-3117. Promo code BECK. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay, analysts are saying that your gas price is going to continue to soar um, because OPEC is, is now holding us hostage, which I thought we were all tired of, and that's why we wanted energy independence. But it is uh, looking like uh, $5 gas is going to be a norm again here soon. Gas prices have uh, risen, and in California, they're back up towards their 2022 highs. But remember, remember... He's working on it. Biden's working on it. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, that's
2: great. Because yeah. I, I remember when they got to their highest point
1: and then they reversed mm-hmm.
2: and started coming down for a few days. They started bragging about it. Mm-hmm. But then now that they, they,
1: they're coming back up. I don't hear them. Well, no, they're saying it's more nuanced. It's more nuanced. more nuanced this time. Yeah, yeah. It's so when it was
2: rising, not nuanced. Not nuanced. No, it
1: was him. But the, yeah, okay. Yeah. But when and when it actually falling, was, it's him. It was him taking all of the uh, the oil from the oil reserve and just dumping it out into the market. Right. So, so now was, we're at a point where we're we can't really do that. There's an energy crisis yeah. and a potential war, and yeah.
2: we just had a major natural disaster. Yeah. And our answer is to have much less.
1: Here's here's. Here's something that Youngkin is doing that I think is really good. He is calling for legislation to get out of the California vehicle standards bill. Most people Mm. don't even know. There are 17 states that didn't come to you. They didn't ask you. They just did it. And nobody was paying attention. And they signed bills to strap themselves to California. So whatever California does, they have to do. Well, it's going to be a problem. And Youngkin is saying right now, look, we'd love to do this, but we can't generate that much energy. We can't do that to the state. It is a disaster for the state. Wait, wait, the he'd love to do what? He'd love to get off of fossil fuels. Love to. But we have to do it a logical way. And he's like, look, you know, we, we can do all kinds of things, but get off of fossil fuels now and and say, Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna stop uh, selling gasoline cars in Virginia. Not a good idea. So Virginians get out and make sure people understand this could turn around in your state to something good, but you have to be seen. You have to have your voice heard at your state capitol. Tell them, abandon the California emissions. The Glenn Back Program. You're one of the many people wondering, you know, if you can help people out in Florida after the devastating hurricane. This one is for you. Right now, my Patriot Supply is donating 10% of all of their proceeds to Mercury One's relief efforts in Florida. Just this one thing has raised over $620,000 in five days. Listen, you need to have a stockpile of emergency food from My Patriot Supply. If you haven't orders, ordered yours yet, there's no telling you could need it tomorrow. My Patriot Supply is offering a twenty percent discount on their three month emergency food kit, and you can get it now at preparewithglenn.com. You can get you know one or more of them. You should have one for each member of the family. They ship fast, they ship free, and they ship discreetly. But right now. They will also donate 10% of what they make to the Disaster Relief Fund at Mercury One. Already $620,000 to help the people in Florida. Help our fellow citizens in Florida and go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Head over to
2: blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
1: What is your line in the sand? At what point do you just stand up and say, nope, not going there, not going any farther? Is it an assault on your religion, your faith, your kids, education, the breakdown of society, the rule of law, the impoverishment of an entire nation and the collapse of the economy? I think most people in this audience would say, yeah, all of those kind of crucial lines that shouldn't be crossed. But all of them are currently under assault. It's an onslaught. And we are, they are trying to demoralize all of us. We're being demoralized into submission. We're being, being uh, forced to look the other way in the face of evil and accept all of it as part of a new normal. I got news for you. The world can go into a new normal. They can say that, you know, the sky is green. Go ahead. Say it. It's not true. It's not true. And I'm not going to go there. And I highly recommend you don't either. Everything that is happening right now, we found on a, believe it or not, on a chalkboard from the 80s by a guy who was a Soviet KGB, high rankings KGB officer. And he outlined basically what's happening right now. And he said, there is one way to fight it. And tonight at nine o'clock, I'm going to show you that chalkboard. I'm going to take you through that. It's phenomenal, phenomenal. But it requires us to take a stand. Because like it or not, a revolution is here. It's here. They are the revolutionaries, not us. They are. And they w- they want to revolutionize everything about America. They want to overthrow everything that we hold dear well that's fine i'm not going to play your revolution game i'm not going to get involved in violence but i am going to take a firm stand and i'm going to tell you absolutely not me and my family i know who we serve and i know who we worship let me (laughs) go you cannot make this up the satanic temple has filed a complaint against Idaho on Friday after filing a similar one in Indiana. The lawsuits, the temple is arguing that each state's ban violates the rights of people who took contraception and still became pregnant. Listen to the quoting, denying the right of an involuntary pregnant woman to engage in the satanic abortion ritual. This is not the bee. This is not a parody. This is actually happening. The temple's ritual includes the tenet one's body is one's body, subject to one's own will alone. The the attorney for the Satanic Temple said, "You know, those who are uh, supported the Dobbs decision. You've woken a sleeping giant among women politically. You've stirred up a hornet's nest. Oh, oh, well, that wasn't the intention. The idea was to stand for life and to stand for the Constitution. Um, and uh, and if it means that the Satanic Temple is now mad at us." Okay, I'm willing to stand up against the satanic temple. That seems like a pretty easy one. By the way, they're also suing Boston because they want to give an invocation before city council meetings, just like all other religions. Yep. they're going to, to say a big negatory on that one, Satan. Sorry. There's this, there's this group that I found recently from California. And I have no idea what their politics are. No idea. Um, But I know we're not talking politics. We're not talking politics. We're talking right or wrong. That's it. Not left and right. Not politics. Right and wrong. And these are really easy things. The satanic temple... Uh, wants to do their ritualistic abortions. I'm gonna say no. That's an easy answer. Used to be mutilating our children and having them bind their breasts or uh, tape up their genitals, to, you know, until a time that you know maybe they're 14 when they can have them surgically removed. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no to that. Say no to that global government. mm, No, I'm going to say no to that one, too. We're not fighting people. We're fighting evil. Evil is off the chain. It is a rabid dog and it is off the chain and it's barking is scaring you from standing up. And we've compromised enough. You know, you can give and take and give and take, but it only works when both sides are giving and taking. We've been giving, they've been taking. That's it. No, no more. I found this group out of California. Uh, They're in a farming community in California. And uh, they're fantastic. I don't know if you call them country or Americana or what, but it's American music. And their lyrics are so spot on today. It's a group called Poor Man's Poison. I want you to listen to this song called Give and Take.
3: They're coming for us, now. coming for us. Now. Somehow they found us. They found no sudden us moves don't make a sound They're This time around, we gotta burn it all down Today's the day, revolution's on its way Our time is now, hold the line, this is how we'll be defined Just stand your ground, give and take, only works when both sides ring
4: About to blow Look around, what do you see? I see the wolves at bay coming after me Oh, 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 oh get ready for the war They're coming now, but but they're right outside the door
3: They tried to hold Revolution's on its way. Our time is now. Hold the line. This is how we'll be defined. Just stand your ground. Give and take only works when both sides really The Revolution's
4: on its way. Look around. What do you know? This whole damn place is about to blow. Look around. What do you see? I see the wolves at bay coming after me. Oh,
1: is poor man's poison uh listen to their music it is it, it's they are so spot on right now i don't know what their intent is in rising in you know in writing this and giving it i'm sure that it's you know not necessary they're not like yeah well we're writing it Glenn Beck is. Uh, we agree 100% with him sure not but again this isn't about politics this is about average americans seeing Hey, look around. What do you see? Holy cow. Look at where we are. The only thing that has to happen is for us to stand firm. No, you're not doing that to my children. No, you're not doing that with my tax money. No, I will not Comply. If it is evil, I will not comply. Tonight, an incredible episode, the Wednesday night special, tonight at 9 p.m. on Blaze TV, Blaze TV uh, YouTube, uh, or a sundry of other uh, different places where you can get Blaze TV. If you haven't uh, become a subscriber, please become a member of the family. It's blaze tv.com slash glen. blaze tv.com slash Glenn. Please get your subscription. Now we really, really depend on you. And we also really try to listen to you. Blaze tv.com slash Glenn. Use a promo code Glenn and save. Got a challenge for you. Um, if you're like most people, there are probably some things you would change about your mobile plan. If it wasn't such a big hassle. You'd get in there and fiddle around with it, maybe save some money in the process. It's just such a horrible inconvenience, right? Here's the challenge. Take a bit of time today and go to patriotmobile.com slash back. I just want you to look at what they have. You might like what they see. On top of having everything that you could possibly want in a mobile phone, uh, mobile phone plan, uh, Patriot Mobile shares your values and it's not going to send your hard earned money to aid in the destruction of America. You're going to get the same nationwide service all while supporting a company that loves America. And they have all kinds of different plans, affordable plans to fit your budget. Excellent coverage. They're on the same cell towers and top-notch U.S.-based customer service. So go to PatriotMobile.com slash Now, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation with the offer code back. Special discounts are available for veterans and first responders. Come and join the movement. Make the switch today for a difference in tomorrow. PatriotMobile.com slash or 972-PATRIOT.
5: The Glenn Back Program.
1: I hope you check this group out. I, I just love them. Just love them. Poor man's poison. Um, Stu, you were at the game last night. I was Yankees Rangers. I was, and you saw the sixty-second
2: home run. I was looking to catch that ball and never have to show up here again. Did not work. <laughs> Didn't work for you. I tried. I was in. I was in left field. I was. It was pretty close to me. I posted a, a photo or a little screenshot from the video on on Twitter, and you can see. I mean, it it came down. I mean, it was a little below us and a little to the left, but pretty close. I I really. Uh, my son was completely convinced he was going to catch this ball. And I kept saying, I, I, I think the odds aren't in our favor, but if we do... You can I'm going to keep most of it, but you can have a little bit of that money <laughs> gonna have.
1: and uh, <laughs> I'm going to teach you about taxes. <laughs> yes. You can Daddy keep tax 10 percent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take 90. Yeah, because after all, I bought the car. I bought the tickets. Mm-hmm. I brought you here. Mm-hmm. I basically made you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not basically. Yeah, at least I hope so. so. Um, the uh, <laughs> the uh,
2: they've already supposedly been offered two million dollars for this ball. The guy who caught it. Uh, who I'd sell it. Which, oh, you know, you got, first of all, you, you got to sell it. And I, I love, I mean, look, I'm not a Yankee fan. I don't like the Yankees at all. Uh, but, uh, Aaron judge just seems like a good guy. And they asked him about it afterward. Like, do you want the ball back? And of course he could be, he could really make this difficult on the fan. Like he could mm-hmm. make the guy's life difficult. Like, oh, I can't believe he won't give me this ball. Uh, he was just like, you know, I would love to have it back. But the bottom line is it's a great souvenir for a fan and, and he should be able to keep it. Like, That's he, fantastic. he handled it really well. I yeah, thought
1: fantastic.
2: 62nd home run, AL record, and an incredible season for Aaron Judge. I mean, really remarkable. He had 62 home runs. I don't think he's going to play today, so he'll probably end at 62. And the second, I think Mike Trout is second with 39 home runs in the AL. So I mean, wow, 23 home run advantage. I mean, I, you never see anything like that. It's in, it's absolutely incredible. Incredible. Who's the guy who did it in St. Louis? Was that the same? Um, was Martin it a back in 98 yeah he yeah. had 70 uh, back in 98 but he's the national league so there's been several people who've broken it in the national league now the controversy around that is that it was also the steroid era so most of those guys either have been credibly okay, accused a, have, or not i have
1: a i have a couple of ideas for sports okay okay one for the olympics i think we have two olympics we have one where it's all natural and the other one everybody's roided out mm, okay total that, steroids i that would be fun yeah so you can see okay this is a natural guy but look at these monsters over here. <laughs> okay and the other one uh-huh. i really want to see i mean because i've been watching football lately i think i can make it better okay uh i'm thinking you combine two sports you get football mm-hmm. and uh oh shoot what's the extreme where you're um You know, where extreme fighting... uh, Like MMA? MMA, yeah. You take MMA and football and put them together. (laughs) That would be fantastic. It's a little bit on the opposite
2: direction they seem to be going right now, which is going to be flag football pretty soon.
1: is the direction of the world going in the right way? This might be... It's a good point. This might be a way to turn it back. So same amount of football, but more groin punches. Yeah, just okay. I mean no holes barred, no pads, no helmets, nothing. You know. You I mean, just this go is rugby, up, and, isn't it? <laughs> you just go up and punch the guy. Yeah. You know, oh mm-hmm. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take out the quarterback. And you don't try to, you know, sack him and put him you put him on the ground with your fist. I think that's good. But the quarterback can fight back. I think that's the ultimate guy sport. The Glenn Back Program. Taking care of your dog's health and happiness is about to get a whole lot easier for you. The answer is Rough Greens. It was developed by naturopathic uh, Dr. Uh, Dennis Black. Uh, It will give your dog the essential uh, nutrients that he or she needs that they're probably not getting. If you don't know, kibble food is dead food. It has to be sterilized by law so it can last on on the shelves for two years. Ever seen a McDonald's hamburger that doesn't grow any mold on it? It'll sit there and sit there and sit there, and it never molds. Yeah, because there's nothing alive in it. That's why. That's why. Same thing with kibble food. Rough greens, not a dog food. It's a supplement you put on top of the dog's food. They love it. At least Uno does. You can get a free trial bag of rough greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33. 833 glenn 33 Call them today, roughgreens.com slash Beck. You know, today is a great day to get a warranty. Actually, any day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. That's what you get with an American Home Shield warranty. All the unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater, they're not going to break the bank. Because covered repairs and replacements are all taken care of, having reassurance is something to celebrate. Choose the plan that works for you and your budget. When a covered item in your home breaks, all you do is contact American Home Shield. Their trusted, qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry. Be warranty. Go to ahs.com slash beck and save 20%. That's ahs.com/slash beck and get 20% off any plan.
2: See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents. The product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer.
5: Here is the fusion of entertainment and
1: enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. There are a couple of stories that I think need a little bit of analysis and conversation today. One is Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm said that President Biden is redoubling his efforts to break the U.S. reliance on Russian nuclear fuel. Hmm, and they're gonna pass a law about it. Oh, we're gonna get a congressional support in a bipartisan way for us to make our own fuel cycle supply chain independent, certainly independent of Russia. There's a problem with this. Nobody really is talking about. We will in a second. The other story is what happened on Tucker Carlson last night with uh, Hunter Biden and Bobulinski. I, I'm going to read this is the most incredible statement I have ever seen. This comes from PolitiFact. They fact checked Tony Bobulinski. They said "A uh, we investigated the claims of Tony Bobulinski, a former business partner of Hunter Biden on Fox News this week. There is no credible, credible evidence that Joe Biden played a role in his family's foreign business activities. Unbelievable. But that's politifact for you. You want the real facts? We'll share them in 60 seconds. You know, your car doesn't care if it's a good time or really not a good time for it to break down. Doesn't care doesn't care that your savings is a little lower than it should be uh doesn't care about any of your monthly bills your mortgage how much your food costs it just doesn't care car shield does care and they offer protection plans for around a hundred dollars a month this is like medical insurance for your car if you have a warranty you already know and you every time your car goes down you're like geez i hope it's covered by the warranty please be covered by the warranty when you don't have a warranty you're in trouble. So get health insurance for your car, if you will, from CarShield. CarShield administrators handle everything. You just choose the mechanic to do the work. They write the checks. You don't have to worry about it. They take care of it from there. You can also count on CarShield to help take care of you when your car breaks down, you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. It is CarShield. They've had my back when my trucks break down, and they can have yours as well. Get coverage like I have. Carshield.com slash back or call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. It's Carshield.com slash back. Peter, how are you, sir? Peter Schweizer is joining us now. Uh, he is um, with the Government Accountability Institute. He's the president, also the uh, author of uh, Red Handed and the co-host of The Drill Down. Peter, how are you?
5: I'm great, Glenn. Always terrific to be with you. Thanks for yeah. having me.
1: You bet. So I, I don't even know where to begin on this. Can we start with the Tony Babalinski thing? Sure. Oh, my Absolutely. gosh. PolitiFact. It- we investigated the claims of Tony Babalinski a former business partner of hunter biden on fox news this week there is no credible evidence that joe biden played a role in his family foreign business activities
5: <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty remarkable politics fact is saying that when hunter biden has acknowledged that his dad played a role Joe Biden has acknowledged that he played a role. James Biden, who is Joe Biden's brother, acknowledges that his brother played a role. Uh, and of course, you have in black and white the communications that Tony Bobolinsky released and turned over to the FBI that shows Joe Biden's playing a role. So th- this is another example of these fact-checking organizations digging their own graves. Um, they have zero credibility, and they're apparently prepared to die on this hill. Uh, which let them do it. Um, it. It just means that people take them even less seriously
1: than they do already. So, so help me out. Um, give me some. Give me some of the hard evidence that shows that Joe was absolutely involved.
5: Uh, well, first of all, you have the communications, um, and the communications uh, specifically say. That Joe Biden was involved. And in. so what does that mean? Well, they would make they would have conversations uh, and Hunter would refer to the big guy. And Tony Bobolinsky, he's released these messages, uh, would contact the other business partners who had brought him into the deal with the Bidens. And in the communications, he would say, who is the big guy? And they would say, that's Joe Biden, but don't talk about it. They're very sensitive about it. Um, So it was acknowledged that way. You have the communications about the so-called CEFC deal. This is the Chinese energy company with Chairman Yi that Tony was brought into. Um, You have the 10% for the big guy. Um, Well, the big guy is the word that is used in all the other communications for talking about Joe Biden. So that's all explicit in Tony Bobolinsky's communications. Um, you have uh, uh, communications from Hunter Biden on the laptop uh, that have been released. There's ones where they wanted to do uh, business deals overseas, and Hunter Biden texts his business partners and says, I've run it by my dad, and my dad is going to help. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, to me, it's patently ludicrous. Uh, to even be arguing and discussing about this anymore. You can have a conversation about how deeply he was involved, and I would argue it's pretty deep. You can have a conversation that says, well, I don't think he was really knowing everything that was going on. But the notion that Joe Biden was ignorant of all of this, that he didn't know anything about it, that he didn't benefit financially, that debate's settled, and it's not settled by Peter Schweitzer or Tony Bobolinsky. It's settled by the actual communications, whether it's Hunter's laptop or the communications that Tony Bobolinsky had with Hunter and with his business partners.
1: Um, do you think there's an, enough evidence that it is a clear, almost open shut case for impeachment?
5: Uh, I do. Yes. Uh, and I do think on a couple of levels. First of all, Let's remember, uh, this is about corruption, but it's about something I would argue that's even more troubling and damaging than that. And this is, I hope, what will be the, the, the point number one uh, if the Republicans take the House and investigate and subpoena Hunter Biden. Point number one needs to be not just that they got this some $31 million from these Chinese entities, but who were the actual businessmen that sent the money? Chairman Yi of CEFC has direct ties to Chinese intelligence. Again, it's not debatable. You look at his bio, you look at who he worked for. He was linked to Chinese intelligence. You look at other money that was transferred. There's a, a, a gentleman that transferred $5 million to Hunter Biden. He was, at the exact same time, business partner's with the vice minister of the Ministry of State Security, whose job was recruiting foreigners to spy on China. Unbelievable. So, to me, the question, Glenn, is yeah, corruption, absolutely. The question is explain to me, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, how your family, it's not just Hunter, your family got $31 million from these Chinese, four Chinese businessmen with links to Chinese intelligence. You did no discernible service in return. And what did the Chinese get out of the deal? They did not send you thirty-one million dollars because they think you're nice guys. That should be issue number one. This is a question of compromise, compromise, as they used to say during the Cold War, and it's a question of foreign intelligence penetration of the first family of the United States. That's issue number one, as far as I'm concerned.
1: All right, I want to switch topics, and I want to, I want to go with what Senator, or I mean, with uh, what Secretary Granholm said. We have to make this happen for our own energy independence and national security. She's talking about getting America off of quote Russian nuclear supplies. I'm going to talk to Peter about that. Give me 60 seconds and we'll be back in the conversation.
0: American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All
1: right, if you haven't started, you know, working to make your financial house more resilient, Today is the day. You need to take a look at your high interest debt. You need to find every way possible. You can save money. The economy isn't going to be forgiving, you know, right now. And that's just the way it's going to be for a while. For your sake and the sake of your family, you've got to make sure you've done everything you can. And sometimes there are some options there that you just maybe you just don't know about. That's why you need help from people you can trust. I want you to call American Financing today. Don't wait. Do it today. This is a company that's helping a lot of people just like you with home loan options for over two decades. They actually care about helping you save money, whether it's refinancing your mortgage for a lower fixed rate or providing other types of loans or even just helping you find ways to raise your credit score, which is incredibly important right now. American Financing will see you through it. Don't take my word for it. Find out yourself. Call them now. Americanfinancing.net. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's Americanfinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. Russia's dominance In the global nuclear fuel market presents a massive challenge for Washington. Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm said President Biden is redoubling his efforts to break the U.S. reliance on Russian nuclear fuel, indicating domestic uranium enrichment capacity could be increased with upcoming key legislation. We're going to get congressional support in a bipartisan way for us to make our own fuel supply cycle chain independent, certainly independent of Russia. We have to make this happen for our own independence and for our national security. Peter, what's the problem with that story? What what is missing in that story?
5: (laughs) Well, what's missing in that story, Glenn, is one of the big reasons that we are so dependent on Russian uranium now. And let's remember, when the Biden administration said we're not going to take any Russian oil uh, because of their invasion of Ukraine, they excluded cutting off the supply of Russian uranium because we're so dependent on it. So how did we get at this state? One of the reasons was this deal that we talked about on your program several years ago, uranium One. This was a nuclear uh, uranium company uh, that was initially controlled by a Canadian named Frank Justra, who is a big Bill Clinton donor. And they went over to Kazakhstan to meet with President Nazarbayev, the head of that uh, country, uh, and said, look, we want to buy all these lucrative mines that you have producing uranium in your country. Give them to us. I'm a Canadian. This is a former president of the United States, uh, and we'll take good care of it. Juster got those mines, purchased them, paid uh, some $100 million to the Clinton Foundation for Bill showing up. Here's the problem. Juster then flipped and sold those mines, as well as mines that he controlled in the United States, to who? To Rosatom, the Soviet state owned uranium company that now dominates the market. So we have a situation where part of the reason that we are so dependent on Russian uranium, part of the reason that they have been able to almost effectively corner the global market is because because Bill Clinton helped facilitate this deal that gave Russia control over uranium mines in the United States, but even more importantly, some of the most powerful and lucrative and proficient uranium mines in Kazakhstan. And that is why we are over a barrel today. Frank Jooster made a lot of money in the deal. Bill Clinton and the Clinton Foundation made a lot of money in the deal. The problem is the American people got screwed because it enhanced our dependence on Russian uranium. And that's where we are today.
1: And if I'm not mistaken, because it's been a while since I've looked at this story, um, uh, it was All kind of done hush, hush, uh, just kind of rushed through the committees. It should have never gone through because it is uh, a a national risk to put everything there. And Hillary Clinton uh, said, oh, I didn't I didn't I wasn't involved in this at all. I don't know. I just know that uh, I just know that, you know, the government found that it wouldn't be putting our government at risk and our nation at risk. So, you know, we're going to go through with it. Didn't the story happen something like that?
5: Yeah. So this deal, the sale of Uranium One, which was an American uranium company, to the Russian state-owned company, Rosatom, uh, required approval by this federal government body in the Obama administration called CFIUS, the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States. Uh, And you would think this is a pretty big deal, right? Are we really going to put Putin in charge of all of this uranium? Uh, The deal went through quickly. Hillary Clinton, of course, has a seat on CFIUS. She claimed she didn't remember anything about it. And you have all these other actors of of the Clinton era and some currently of the Biden administration that were involved, involved, Glenn. So Remember John Podesta, who was, of course, an advisor to the Clintons? His brother, Tony Podesta, was actually a lobbyist for Uranium One uh, on these kinds of deals. Um, You had John Podesta himself that was involved in energy companies that were backed by uh, Russian state-owned investment firms. Joe Biden's current energy envoy, who is negotiating some of these deals involving oil and uranium, is a guy named Amos Hochstein. Um, He was a lobbyist for a Russian company called Tenex, which is basically a a sister company for Uranium One. Uh, If you look at Jake Sullivan, Jake Sullivan, who, of course, is the current national security advisor, signed off on Bill Clinton. When all these deals are going down, Russian entities are paying Bill Clinton inflated speaking fees, half a million dollar a pop. Who is approving those deals? A guy named Jake Sullivan, who now happens to be the national security advisor uh, for Joe Biden. So this is a problem where it's not just something from the past. It's something that involves decision makers in the present, too.
1: I have to tell you, uh, it is so frustrating. I think it is for the average person. You know, any of this stuff would happen with, you know, me or you. We'd all be in jail. Um, The Clinton Foundation is so incredibly transparent on its corruption. You know, it goes away when Trump is in office, just goes away. No, we're shutting it down. And then, lo and behold, Biden gets in. We're opening it up again. Open for business. (laughs) All of the people. I mean, you're either committed to helping people or you're committed to making money and brokering deals. And it is so transparent. Is this thing ever going to be taken care of?
5: It's hard to know. I mean, part of the problem, Glenn, is, is, as you know, you've studied Washington all this time, as I have. There are ways to do corrupt things in Washington that are profoundly corrupt. If you do them the wrong way, you're going to jail. If you do them the right way, you can get away with it. So we're dealing with very smart people who hire very high-priced lawyers to dance around and create subterfuge for what they're really doing to give it an air or a veneer in my mind of legality. Um, So that's part of the problem that you have inherently. I, I think the ultimate solution here is shame and exposure and the hope that that is going to lead to actual criminal investigation. And I think Look, coming up in November, we're going to have these elections. Um, The balance of the House of Representatives and Senate uh, is in question. Uh, And my point is, you have to have independent bodies that are prepared to bring out what information we know to hold Hunter Biden in account. It's very clear the FBI is not going to hold Hunter Biden into account. They're not going to investigate Uranium One. So it means we have to have congressional committees with subpoena power doing it. That's only going to happen if the Republicans have the majority in the House and Senate. So a lot of these matters hang in the balance as to who will be controlling Congress uh, after the November elections.
1: I just hope there's enough in there that uh, are not corrupt, that, you know, they're not they're not being blackmailed to not get involved or just are like, you know, what I'm going to sit on the sidelines because I don't I don't want my name being brought up at all. Um yeah, I, I fear that could happen easily.
5: Yeah, and Glenn, I mean look, here's the thing. Um a lot of people are talking about this right now. If we retake the house, uh we are going to investigate X, Y, and Z. Uh, If they fail to do that, um, that to me will be the dagger in the heart, uh, basically, of the Republican Party uh, and of conservatives, Um, because people are fed up with the lip service being paid to we're going to hold them into account. Um, So that's really, I think, where the stakes are. You're quite right. Just because somebody says they're going to do it in Washington you're going to pay a price. If you start dredging up and talking about Chinese deals involving the first family of the United States, a lot of other stuff is going to come to the fore. And there's a lot of people in powerful positions on the Republican side who don't want that to happen either. So that's why we've got to hold their feet to the fire. I know you've done that. That's what I'm hoping to do. And let's hope the people listening are are prepared to do that and let their elected officials know this matters to them and this is of profound importance
1: i've told many officials in washington dc um that are republicans i said you guys have one more shot this is it this is it if you win the house and especially if you win the house and the senate and you aren't standing up and and uh, protecting the american people and the constitution and putting bad guys on trial and then cleaning up the FBI and Justice Department so they can actually put them in jail. If you're not doing that, you are absolutely done. Just like you said, the last chance. I'm glad to hear you believe that, too. Absolutely. Thanks, Glenn. It's always great to be with you. Great talking to you, Peter Swiser. He is um, the author of Red Handed and the co-host of the podcast The Drill Down. Peter Swiser president of the Government Accountability Institute. Wouldn't it be nice if we had government accountability? We can bring it back. Vote. Get out and vote. The Glenn Beck Program. So Robert wrote in about his uh, experience with the Relief Factory. He said, I didn't think Relief factor was was really even working for me until I ran out in the middle of the month. After about three days, the pain was back to where it started, and that's when I realized just how much it had been helping. It was a great test for me to see how Relief Factor works, and it turns out works great. That is, Robert, exactly what happened to me. Except I didn't run out. I just said, ah, it's not working. You know, I feel better, but that's, you know, that's not this because this isn't working. And uh, I stopped taking it. Holy cow. It was working and helping out a great deal. You want your life back? Please just try this. The 3 week quick start developed for you. It's 1995. Yes, you'll be out 20 bucks if it doesn't work. But 70% of the people who take it, they go on to order more month after month. That says I think everything you need to know. It worked for me as well. Relieffactor.com 800 the number 4 relief. 1995 3 week quick start developed for you relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Feel the difference relief factor 800 the number four relief
2: back to back tonight glenn tv stew does america don't miss it blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn
1: welcome to the glenn beck program we're glad you're here i'm gonna give you some good news Some good news. First of all, can we play the cut from CNN? So, I mean, we don't have to fact check this. This is their side saying this. Democrats are losing ground with some very important voters. Take a look here. This is black voters, electoral preferences and pre-election polling. Look, black
6: voters are the part, the core part of the Democratic Party. And as you can see here in the race for Congress, look, they're still getting 74 percent support in the pre-election polling right now. But compare that to the final polling for 2020 president and 2018 Congress. Back in 2020, it was 84 percent, 85 percent in 2018. So you're clearly seeing right here that there is less support for Democratic candidates for Congress among African-Americans. And you can look at the Republican column as well, and you can see that 12 percent, not exactly high. But that's actually the high watermark. It was 9 percent in 2020, 9 percent in 2018. So basically what was about a 75, 76 point margin is now down in the low 60s so look democrats still well ahead with african americans but in a game in which you're trying to drive up margins the margin among african americans for democrats is clearly down
1: and i'll bet you that the the eagerness to go out and vote for a democrat is also down
2: you mean the, the passion the passion essentially. Yeah, yeah The passion
1: is dying i mean it's
2: not just black voters hispanic voters we're seeing the same types of things Uh, Even when they don't necessarily go to the Republican side to vote for the candidate, they are often abandoning the Democrat. And uh, this is something you're seeing across the board. Mm -hmm. You know, what does it materialize in the elections? I guess we'll see. We still have five weeks to go.
1: But that's it. We're five weeks away from this thing now. Uh, Joe Biden's approval rating is forty two point seven percent. This according to MSNBC, they say put that in perspective with modern presidents. Their first midterm Biden's right at the same level. Trump, Obama and Bill Clinton in which were brutal midterms for them and the Democrats. The only exception in modern times is George W. Bush a year after 9-11 Trump. He lost the House in 18 Obama. His party lost the party in 10 uh, Clinton, his party lost the House in 94. Biden's approval rating is right in that same range. Yeah, and there's, there's a
2: theory out there that somehow Democrats are going to outperform Biden. They, there's been some evidence of this in the polling where, you know, these Senate races in, in the environment where your president has a 39, 40, 41 percent approval rating, you'd expect Republicans to be performing better in some of these Senate races that is that's sort of held up in the polling so far it's hard to to imagine a world where that plays out though right i mean you know like we were talking about this with blake masters when he was in here actually after, i think after he had left and that you know if if carrie lake is winning the race for governor in arizona mm-hmm. is there a world in which Kerry Lake wins this race and blake masters loses by nine like what world is that what 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 situation is there that that much ticket splitting in the year 2022? This used to happen way back in the day where there would be a
1: lot of ticket splitting. That's almost completely evaporated over the past few elections. I think that is I think that's possible in Arizona uh, because Arizona has a libertarian that is running as a Democrat. Now, you tell me when the Democrats actually wanted a, a libertarian. Running as a well, he's he's a more of Democrat-leaning person who's running as a Libertarian is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: yeah. He's a it's it's, it's funded, the, nobody, look, funded by the party Democrats. voting is, is is almost not. It's very rarely the a factor in in elections. You know the. the it, uh, it's it's always talked up early polls always have these third parties up at eight and ten percent and then at the end of the day that doesn't wind up pay- playing out right. i will say there was a poll that came out uh, today from cbs news uh masters versus kelly where uh, kelly's only up by three and that's this race has that's, narrowed significantly
1: in if the past he's weeks. if he's um only behind by two and Kerry lake wins and wins big the, her coattails will carry him the rest of the way. That's, I think. That's sort of the question in Georgia as well,
2: where Kemp seems like he's blowing out Abrams at this point. Um, I mean, you know, as much as he's going to blow it out in a purple state, but like going to win relatively handily, it seems, in that state. And you wonder if Herschel Walker will be dragged along with that. Um, you know, obviously there's been a lot of controversy over the past couple of days with Walker that we've talked about, but there is a. Uh, you know, where he is even down a couple points, up a couple points in every poll, very, very close to a pure toss up when it comes to the polls. But Kemp is significantly ahead. And is there a lot? Are there a lot of people in Georgia that are going to say, you know what? I think Kemp is doing a good job as governor. I think he's led the state well. However, I also am going to vote for Raphael Warnock. I mean, is there a huge amount of people doing that? There may be. We may find out that that's the case. But it's a, it's a weird thing in this environment where we've seen that ticket splitting and crossing those party lines evaporate almost completely. It's going to have to make a
1: big comeback for these polls to be right and for the media narratives to be right. You know, um, it's interesting to me uh, what's happening to Herschel Walker. Uh, yeah. And it is something that you, you know, everybody has to prey on. And, um, but, you know, he's getting such heat because he paid for an abortion. Allegedly. Again, Allegedly. We should point out before we even get into the story at all
2: this is a one source story from the Daily Freaking Beast. If the story is true, it may be true. I mean, I mean we've talked to Herschel Walker about all sorts of problems this guy had back in the day. Back in the day. Like, his story is one where he said, he led with, Look, I was a disaster at one point in my life and I've changed. That was his entire narrative of his campaign. Mm-hmm. But, like, we should all put this in perspective. There's no reason to believe this story. Because it comes from the Daily Beast. Well, what if they have, have they ever reported an accurate story in the history of the publication? Not that uh, I know not of. Not that I
1: know of. Yeah. Uh, they're hatchet jobs. But one thing that, that comes to mind is, I don't mind. If he was doing this now, you know, like six months ago, yeah. a year ago, I'd have a problem with it. But I was under the understanding that he, you know, he had made huge, huge mistakes. Yeah. And he is solidly. Pro-choice now, pro-life S- or pro-life. Thank you. So, I mean, why, mm-hmm. right? Why would you vote for Warnock, who you know is going to use public funds for abortions and like, abortions I, like you can't even imagine okay? abor- abortion festivals on the yeah. weekends? I yeah. mean, celebrating is- your abortion or the guy who made a huge error if under if error. he He's did not by it. the way, even if he did it, made a huge error and then is like. You know what? It changed my life. It yeah. changed my life. I, I mean,
2: look, we, we've talked to, we have literally interviewed former terrorists on the air. Yeah. We have interviewed criminals on the air, people who have murdered people in the past. This is the a, a story, if it's a story of redemption, it's a story of redemption. You know, this happened with, uh, what was it, Kevin Hart, remember, back in the day, uh, he was going to host the Oscars, I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the left they, oh, yeah. they dug up some, like, g- jokes that were, like, kind of borderline on, like, being homophobic or something. I don't remember the exact details of it. And then they, they tossed him out, and you didn't get to host the Oscars. And it's like, we made the, the, the argument at the, at the point. If you think what he did was bad 10 years ago, and now he's coming out and saying, well, I don't do that anymore, and I think what I did before was wrong, or that activity is wrong, and I'm not going to do that, I'm not involved in fact, I want the opposite... That's the story you want. Yeah, you I know. want the story of someone who may have made terrible mistakes in the past and has now realized the error of his ways and is now doing the opposite. But in this society, no longer
1: true. They don't believe in no. in redemption. In redemption. Now and the the complicated that is an. Anti-Christ, not the Antichrist, but right. an anti-Christ kind of teaching. Right, redemption is obviously vitally vital. Important. That's why he came. Uh, now, in this particular
2: case, it's a little complicated because Walker is denying it. So I, you have to number one believe the Daily Beast, which I—it's I, hard to imagine anyone doing. Uh, but secondarily, if he is, let's say, lying about this. Then it's not a redemption story, and I guess this is what they're hanging their hats on. Because I don't understand why the left would care about this at all. Uh, they are saying it's a fundamental human right to abort children. They should be. They should all be crossing well, the aisle to vote for stand now. The Stu. Oh, That's they what it now. Hypocrisy, could Never stand, with yeah, hypocrisy. That's not something they embrace yeah. every other opportunity. Oh sure. I mean, look, you, you have to make your. Own, I don't. You know, you've got to vote for who you think is the right person, and you got to make your decision on this stuff. That's for every individual to decide. You can't let the
1: media, certainly not the f- trash heap that is the daily beast, decide these things yeah. for you, though. Um, let me give you a couple of other things. Uh, in Oregon, it, it looks as like the tide has turned on the Democrats. It looks like for the first time since the 80s, a Republican governor is a real shot. And in the last, I think, nine polls, she's led the Democrats. In Oregon, uh, in Oregon, if I mean, if they're in trouble in Oregon, odds against, uh, according to the Daily Caller, odds of the um, the Democrats winning Pennsylvania and the Senate race. That's also slipping. Uh, Whitmer has endorsed a candidate. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that candidate was investigated for alleged school shooting threats several times. And was also on parole for, I think, uh, assaulting a police officer. And she endorsed him, said he's fantastic. And, yeah, now that all the facts are out, uh, no, not, not so much. Not, not, not so fantastic. So, I mean, th- the things are just not going in the right direction for the Democrats.
2: Yeah. Now, the the Oregon race is interesting a couple of times. You think of Oregon as just being a blue state, but their governor races have been pretty close. I mean, five, six points has been Mm -hmm. the typical margin there. The one thing that's a little bit uh, you have to put a little bit of an asterisk on this is that there is an independent in this race that's up near 20 percent of the vote. So will that hold up? We just talked about how third party candidates oftentimes show more in the polls early and then fade toward the end. That could be the case here. I hope it's not. <laughs>
1: Who is that candidate taking people?
2: From? Johnson, an independent. I don't know. I, I don't know the race well enough to... I mean, it seems like from both sides at some mm. level because they're both... I mean, it, the the average poll right now is 36-33 30, and then uh, 18 for the independent in the race. So that, But that's still a, a pretty significant thing. And, and Oregon's not a pure blue state. It's not New York, uh, California it's rhode island right it's Mm -hmm. it's these races are tempting to republicans the same thing we're seeing in washington right now um there's a a bit i think there's a
1: chance that person wins the republican
2: the in the senate yeah Yeah. and it's it's interesting it's hard to believe because i think we all think okay it's the west coast these races never come through people have had enough but i think you're right now that race is you know within 10 points um tiffany smiley is the candidate of the mm-hmm. republicans republicans really like her they think she has a real future uh they have a lot of hopes for her uh, it's not an easy race of no. course uh, patty murray's been around forever she's been she's right around 50 percent of the vote but it's a it's like a 50 race right now closer than you would normally expect in these races and i think you could see uh, it getting even closer the last wave election in this for this seat was back in 2010 when you had the Tea Party wave, the biggest wave election in 100 years for Republicans, that race was about a four point race that, for Patty Murray. She still won, but she won by four. Mm. So you, these can get close in these states, but Republicans really need to have a great
1: climate for that to actually happen. I think it's there. I think we just don't see it. Uh, because there is no tea party rallies and and things like that. Yeah, I think people are just doing it in their everyday life, and they're like, uh, "Oh, I," because everybody I know, "Oh, I'm voting." That is interesting too, Glenn. There's not really a big
2: protest movement. Nope, for, on the right right now. There's a lot interesting. Is that is interesting? I mm-hmm. you, you don't have that organized protest movement. I don't know what the reason for that is exactly. I mean, I think I talked to a lot of conservatives They're They're all pretty upset, but there isn't that like yeah. organizational thing that seemed to
1: pop up from the 912 project and the Tea Party back in the day and many other times in our history. All right. Back in just a minute. Uh, as you go about your day to day life, it is incredibly important that you hold on to your identity and everything that that means. Cyber criminals not only trade on what you have, but also who you are. And it's your job not to let them get that far. Your best bet when it comes to protecting your identity is having LifeLock to help you. Um, We do everything online today, and you don't want to cut out the Internet safety out of your budget. And I know budgets are tight right now. Get 25% off your subscription to LifeLock. It's top of the line in cybersecurity, both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. So join now. Save 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or head to lifelock.com. Promo code BECK. 25% off now.
4: Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK.
1: Let's go to Ray. Ray, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. You're on.
5: Yeah, hi. Uh, just a quick opinion on the groupings of protesters or whatever on the right. I just don't think you're going to see that. I just think there's a quiet anger. People are kind of nervous about showing who they are now because mm-hmm. of all the trashing of Magda this and how they're you know so dangerous to
6: the country but at the end of the day we will be at the polls
1: see i i agree with you i think people are um i hate to use the word afraid but i think that's what they're feeling um and especially of groups um because you never know what's going to happen in a group i think a lot of people went to washington uh without any expectation of any kind of trouble and uh Few people get into trouble and the crowd kind of follows. The next thing you know, you're in trouble Um, between that and just being seen. You know, uh, I think people are are cautious, maybe a better word. Um, And that's my feeling that it is quiet, but it is a storm that is coming. Thanks, Ray. I mean, I guess we're seeing it
2: at the school boards. We're seeing it in in certain places, but it is different and it's not uh, inherently as overtly political where like the goal is stated as we need to do x y and z in politics it's much more i think cultural and family related which may oh, be more yeah. powerful
1: i mean it's yeah. less fleeting yeah i, I think they cross the lines when they when they started just bombarding our children and students and started you know just crossing every possible line that a family would say no to that, I think, woke a lot of Americans up. And I would be shocked if there wasn't uh, a huge turnout for this election. All right. Back on how you can fight. Next. The Glenn Back Program. I want to talk to you a little bit about snacks. Yeah, my favorite topic. Look at me. Do I look like I miss snack time? Never um let me talk to you about Bilt bar this is something that i think your wife turned my wife on to right yes that's how it started uh that's how it started <laughs> yes. that's how our lives changed mm-hmm. uh and because my wife was like oh you really have to try these i'm like she'll eat anything it's healthy right you know what that's i mean what, yeah that's what women do right mm-hmm. right they're like oh this is really good it's a rice cake there's nothing good about it mm-hmm. nothing that's oh, not no. Bill bar. That's not the Bill Bar thing.
2: No, it's not. And now I've lost an entire shelf of my refrigerator, which is just built.
1: It just I have with lost bars. an entire drawer in my refrigerator. But I am totally cool with it. Yeah. I'm totally yeah, cool with it. Look, if, if Built Bars uh,
2: are adored by everybody who yeah. buys them. And, and my wife always says, keep them in the fridge. A lot of people don't. But yeah, we she do. says that's the best way to do yeah. it.
1: Built.com. Use the uh, promo code BECK. Get 15% off your order. Uh, they're really, really good. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein. I mean, real chocolate. It's unbelievable. Built.com. That's built.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK and save 15 now. Built.com.
5: of entertainment and
1: enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I want to introduce you to somebody uh, who I read a article on his book maybe a week ago or so, and he just, he's very clear-minded on this. As I'm doing my research on, on him, I realize he's a comedian. And he also writes uh, for a, maybe he identifies as this woman professor, Um, but he writes these books posing as a feminist professor. And it's hysterical, but I don't think his book is hysterical. His book is spot on and deep thinking. Andrew Doyle is his name. The New Puritans is the name of the book, and he joins us in 60 seconds. I want to talk to you first about Tunnel to Towers Foundation. It's delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. If we want the government to do less, then we have to do more ourselves, and that's the way it should be. Let me tell you about Mario Nelson. After 9-11, Mario was involved with the recovery efforts at Ground Zero, and that motivated him to enlist in the U.S. Army. So he was sent to Iraq, where, sadly, he was killed in action. He was 26, but he had left behind a wife and a young daughter. Tunnel to Towers Foundation saw to it that they received a mortgage-free home. It's your kindness, your generosity, that provided them with the financial stability they needed at the time when they needed it the most. Whether they're ensuring that families can stay in the home where they made memories with their fallen fallen loved one or helping families make new memories that will be cherished forever, Tunnel to Towers is doing so much good and they need your support. In honor of 9-11, they're asking you to donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Andrew Doyle, uh, the author of the New Puritans. Welcome to the program, sir. Good to talk to you. Yeah, i have I have so many I have so many questions, and very few of them have to do with your article. After doing some research <laughs> on you, um, okay. Fire uh, but away. no, but well, let's let's get to the book first because that's the reason why I have you on, and um, you know your your article that you wrote on Spiked, dot uh, yeah. com. How to take on the new Puritans is I was shocked that this was coming from somebody in the UK because this is exactly the thinking in the United States as well. And I'm glad to see that this is this is seemingly, I think, everywhere.
6: I think so. I think more and more people are waking up to the problem. Uh, It's taking longer in certain countries than others, I think. Canada is probably pretty much lost on this one. Wow. Uh, but certainly, you know, a lot of this stuff did originate in the U.S. And, but, but over here, we're finding a lot of these ideas are being imported into our major institutions as well. So you would think that something like critical race theory, which, which is so sort of grounded in American history, wouldn't really make sense in a country like the U.K., but actually it's just been sort of imported wholesale and applied in public policy, government policy, the police our health service, all sorts of areas, uh, similarly with gender identity ideology, all of this stuff is just being sort of passed through, rushed through uh, our major cultural, political, educational
1: institutions um,
6: in, in the way that it has in America. And now we're, 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 we're seeing evidence of a kind of pushback against it.
1: So I've been saying for a while that this is, you know, when uh, Nietzsche was right, When when you lose your god, Men will find a god, and we found our new god. And this is a religion with its own doctrine and and theology, and uh, it is unforgiving uh, if you yeah, if you're an apostate.
6: I think it's useful to think of it in terms of a religion as a kind of analogy, more than anything else. I mean, it is a secular religion; it's a godless religion. It's it's it's, it's it is different, but it does have. It makes it explicable if you think of it in those terms, because here you have a movement a sort of fervid ideological movement that brooks no dissent at all. It, it considers anyone who strays from its past to be uh, heretics. Uh, it can, it can, will have you excommunicated uh, in the way the Catholic Church used to do. Um, it it uh, has its own holy language, its own kind of mysterious language and phrases that it likes to use, uh, phrases like toxic masculinity or cis-heteronormativity or or whatever it might be, you know, um, trans women are women. They just, they just have these phrases, these shibboleths, these slogans, um, and people are expected to just go along with it without thinking for themselves. I mean, it's much like, uh, I, I suppose, they're like the medieval clergy just sort of saying, we know best, yeah, you have is. to agree with us, and if you don't agree with us, uh, then we'll come after you. And they've got, they've got this thing called cancel culture, which is, of course, a method of public shaming, ritual humiliation, it can deprive people of their livelihoods, uh, their reputation, it's often very merciless, it's often disproportionate to the, to the perceived slight. You know, someone could do something very minor, just make a, a, a misjudged comment on Twitter, and they can have their lives utterly destroyed. So it, it, it's, um, it's different from Christianity insofar as it has no mercy.
1: Yeah, it's, its the exact opposite. It doesn't, <laughs> it's the yeah, exact it doesn't opposite. Of,
6: redemption yeah. or anything like that. So it's more like a kind of, rather than saying it's a religion, I suppose it's more like a, a fundamentalist religion.
1: You had in, in your article, and I'd like to talk to you about this and, and tie it to the book. I thought one of the things that you said in your article that was so um, uh, powerful was the thought experiment. Let's just have a little mm-hmm. thought experiment. Um, and you talk about the school district in Canada would be burning thousands yeah. of books because the contents are offensive to modern sensibilities. And that they would refer to this as a flame purification ceremony. Um, yes. Do you think that would have happened a decade ago? The answer is no. But you read well, that and you thing. think, "My gosh, I can't believe people believe this."
6: People have sort of not uh, realized how quickly and rapidly they've they've started to accept these absolutely incredible things as normal. I mean, th- that's what I was saying in the article, and I say in the book is that you know if if, you'd have asked, if you can put yourself in your own mindset as you were ten, fifteen years ago, and and if you could say these things would be happening now. We would be in a position where uh, a a boy who might be a bit effeminate or a girl who likes to play football, that they would be encouraged to believe they're in the wrong body. You would have police investigating you for non-crime hate incidents, which is very regular. That happens in the UK. It doesn't happen in America. because You have the First Amendment, but it happens here. Um, You know, all of these things, you know, the Ottawa um, school board that I mentioned, because, you know, they, they burned. They removed thousands of books from 30 different school libraries and burned some of them, and, and and like you say, called it a flame purification ceremony. And, you know, you have to be pretty historically illiterate not to see the sinister implications of that. But no one would have believed that any of this could have happened. Um, no one would have believed, for instance, that you would have schools segregating people by skin colour for after school activities, which is what has happened here in London at the America School. It's called the America School, but it's a British school. Day. In fact, the most expensive uh, day school in the UK. In, in, uh, in California, you had the Brentwood School segregating parents uh, for, for, for teacher feedback sessions and they were segregating them by skin color. You've got lots of universities who now want, who already have LGBT-only dorms or, or are proposing uh, dorms specifically for, for black students. I mean, all, all of this stuff, which is incredibly obviously regressive. Um, and it's all happened really over the past 12 years, no more than that. It's all happened very, very quickly. And people just need to put that into context and think about, where they were ten years ago, would anyone have expected this? would anyone have accepted it? They would have said this wasn 't possible in a liberal democracy in a, a forward thinking democracy they would have said it was insanity, but we all now accept it. Well, why do we accept it we shouldn 't we should We should push back
1: against it because it is regressive so how do we how do we fight this battle?
6: The difficulty that we have is that the people in charge have bought into it so This wouldn't matter if it was just those crazy people on Twitter with anime avatars screaming into cyberspace and sort of calling everyone a fascist and (laughs) saying that that they see homophobes and racists in every shadow. You know, if it were just the crazy activists, it wouldn't matter because we could just ignore them and get on with our lives. But the problem is it's infected. I mean, look, the U.S. government is completely infected with this stuff. Uh, It's in all, uh, like I say, all of our major institutions. Academia is completely overwhelmed by it. Uh, which means you have people who are supposed to be the experts in their field misrepresenting reality for ideological purposes. You now have leading medical journals talking about how sex is a spectrum. Mm -hmm. Well, even I know that sex is a spectrum, and I'm not a biologist. You know, you've got, well, you had the uh, Supreme Court nominee, uh, Jackson, who was asked to define a woman, and she said, "Uh, I can't, I'm not a biologist. You know, in our (laughs) country, we have When you ask politicians, what is a woman? They stammer and they stutter and they don't know what to do because they're terrified of getting it wrong, even though a moderately intelligent child could tell you the answer to that. So the the problem isn't the activists. The problem is those in authority capitulating to the activists. And we have to find some way. I mean, I guess they're intimidated or they've bought into it, but we have to find some way to sort of redress that. And and the reason why in the book, The New Puritans, and I called it that really because I'm making a direct comparison to what happened in Salem during that period of hysteria, in the late 17th century. And of course, it was just one year. It was very short-lived. Everyone who was involved repented afterwards and thought they'd made a mistake. But it wouldn't have mattered if it was just the girls screaming witch at everyone. Um, It was because the ministers and the magistrates believed the girls and perpetuated the fantasy. And it's a similar thing here. The, The people screaming online, they're just the girls screaming witch or turf or whatever words they like to use or racist or fascist. It's the people in authority who are truckling to this and going along with it. And they're the problem, really. So we just have to find a way to have more people who are in positions of authority to stand up to it, to have the courage to say, no, we, we all know what a woman is. Uh, we all know that uh, uh, Martin Luther King's dream of colorblindness is the ideal, that it's not a sort of version of white supremacy, which is what Robin DiAngelo argues, uh, that actually we were going in the right direction and the, this new social justice movement turned up. And derailed the whole project, and and you know, so like I say, just just get people in power—they need to be braver.
1: So I have a um, I have a history archive and a gigantic vault with a bunch of history in it, and we have quite a bit from the Salem witch trials. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, most people don't know um, that the Salem witch trials happened. Uh, I mean, were stopped because the guy in power. W- was approached by two other ministers and said you're you're reading the bible all wrong you're you're reading it yeah. wrong so it took the leaders to stop the leader on the Salem witch yeah, Drive. Ha-
6: exactly i mean there were a number of things that were happening the girls started accusing very powerful people and you'll note in the in the court transcripts and the records that whenever they did that uh, the ministers or the magistrates sorry um they gently corrected them so for instance they accused the Reverend Samuel Willard of being a witch. And of course, Willard was the acting president of Harvard. So this was not some small fry. And um, the magistrate simply said to the girls, you must be mistaken. You must be thinking of Constable Willard, who you've already accused and is in jail at the moment. So you see, they they only believed it up to a point. Um, And then eventually the deputy governor of the colony wrote to the leading clergyman in the country and said, by the way, is spectral evidence admissible in court? And what spectral evidence was, was, Simply the girl's testimony was taken as truth, what we today would call lived experience. That's a comparison I make in the book. They, they saw witches, therefore that was evidence. In other words, the accusation was taken as, as proof. Um, and those, magi- those ministers got back to them and said, no, that, that is not admissible in court. And everything collapsed. All of the cases collapsed overnight as soon as that happened. So today, you see, when you have people say that certain institutions are systemically racist and you ask for evidence and they say it's our lived experience, it's the same thing, uh, and we have to get to the point where we say, actually, no, lived experience, spectral evidence, that's not good enough. We need to get back to the Enlightenment values where we, we have rationality and evidence-led epistemology and data and, and reason. Um, and this, this this movement, this new religion, is completely opposed to any kind of rational thought and actually mistrust the values of the Enlightenment as being some sort of product of, of, of dead white straight men.
1: You and your country, all countries right now in the Western world, are in real trouble um, with uh, fuel, energy, inflation, food, all of it. Um, We're headed for really hard times. Do we survive this? Do we wake up in time?
6: Well, I mean, a lot of people will use that point of view to make the, the point that given the cost of living crisis, given the energy crisis, given the uh, global recession, um, that actually we shouldn't be worried about what they call the culture war. We shouldn't be focusing on the, the issues. These are a distraction. But actually, these issues uh, get to the heart of mm-hmm. what Western civilization means. If we don't have uh, these values that we've worked so long to refine and, and have secured um, justice and progress as we have known it within our lifetimes, then everything else collapses. It doesn't, you know. If you if you don't if you don't hold fast to those values, you won't be able to deal with cost of living issues, energy issues, uh, financial disasters. You know, we, you you need to have a fundamental basis of rationality uh, in order for anything else to be addressed. So I think it is far more important than people than people realize. I think people are waking up to that, um, and I think it's an absolute disaster when you see uh, Biden's administration. You know, bearing in mind that Biden was. Uh, nominated in the first place because he was perceived as being the, the non woke Democrat candidate, mm-hmm. and, and look at what he's done, and look at what he's pushed through, and uh, you know, and look at who's he's, who he's appointed. And it, it, it's, it's just not the case that, that that perception was accurate, and it is damaging. It is hugely damaging, and it's it's it, it gets to the core of what we stand for as a civilization, and uh, we can't. I, I don't think we can allow it to collapse, and I don't think it's too hyperbolic. Uh, To say that that we're on the verge of collapse if we keep going down this line.
1: Andrew Doyle. Um, The book is The New Puritans uh, How the Religion of Social Justice Captured the Western World. Um, Worth your time. Andrew, thank you so much. I'd love to have you on again. That'd be fantastic. Thanks very much. God bless. Andrew Doyle. Sometimes it's that round of golf that you wish you could play, sometimes it's, you know, getting on the floor to wrestle around with the kids or the grandkids. Some days it's just getting out of bed, you know, getting back into it later on, just living for getting back into bed when you're living with pain. And especially if it's frequently um, debilitating kind of pain, you're actually having these moments of your life taken from you, but it's time to take them back. I know a lot of people who have gotten free of their pain or greatly reduced in their pain by using relief factor and they got their life back. This was developed by doctors, and it's not some drug that's going to space you out. It has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of the pain that we deal with, and it could work for you. The three-week quick start, developed for you, 1995. It's a $1 dollar a day, like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more, which says a ton. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief 800, the number 4-RELIEF, get the quick start a trial pack developed just for you right now at relieffactor.com or 800, the number four relief relief factor, feel the difference 10 seconds station ID. So one of the reasons why I really like Andrew Doyle is he's very well researched and, and well thought out. Um, but he also is just talking about taking a stand tonight. I have a Wednesday night special at nine and I begin the program with what is your line in the sand? I, I did a show on this on radio. What about a year ago when they when they violate when they cross the line in the sand? What are you willing to put up with? Well, have have they crossed that line in the sand? The Alamo? Who's the who's going to be willing to stand? They've assaulted our religion, our faith, our kids, education. It's the breakdown of society, the rule of law, impoverishment of so many people, the collapse of the economy. These are all crucial things. Are they crossing a line yet? My research team a few weeks ago found um, a guy who used to be a KGB, very high up KGB officer, and he defected and came over here, and he he did a a deal on a chalkboard. He gave a talk on, here's how it's going to work. Here's how we have planned to destroy your country. Well, somebody heard that plan because it is step by step destroying us and he also provided the answer on how to stop it that is tonight on Blaze TV at 9 p.m. uh it's the Glenbeck Wednesday night special you can watch it on Blaze TV YouTube uh but you can also watch it live right on uh Blaze TV and you can go back and And watch it any time that you want if you're a member of Blaze TV's family. Go to blazetv.com slash back and uh, use the promo code. What is it, Glenn? Yeah, use the promo code GLENN and you'll save on your subscription. This is a really important one. And we have to start asking our friends the questions that Andrew and I kind of just talked about, you know, 10 years ago. You would have said I was crazy for saying this was happening. You would have said that will never happen. And you would say you were against those things. What has changed? Those would have been lines in the sand for you. Are they still lines in the sand for you? And if not, what has changed? We have to ask ourselves these questions, and I will show you how... What they're doing is working on us. And it's it's a very simple but specific, I think it's four steps. And I'll lay them all out for you. And you will then be able to see them. And you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I see that there. I see that there. I see that there. We're two. We're about into the third step. And the last two happen quickly. Don't miss tonight, Blaze TV. America's New Alamo, Why We Must Draw a Line in the sta- in the Sand. Tonight at 9 Eastern on Blaze TV. The Glenn
0: Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
1: If you're a hardworking person with a vision for the future, I like you already. You're responsible with your finances, just like you should be. I like that about you. However, there are probably some things that you haven't thought of. And and I know there's tons of things that I haven't thought of. But one of the things that could help save you a significant amount of money right now are things like refinancing your home loan at a lower interest rate. That alone could save you hundreds of dollars. And that's just one possibility. There are kinds of things that you can do to improve your finances. When you have help and you have somebody that knows how to navigate these waters, give American Financing a call today. This is a company that's been helping people just like you with home loan options for over two decades. They care about saving, uh, helping you save money. They'll help you find ways to uh, get out of the high interest credit cards or find ways to raise your credit score, which is incredibly important. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. You heard how great Glenn TV is going to be tonight. Imagine what you could do
2: right before that with Studios America. going to be even better. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn.
1: There are things that are happening uh, in our country that are truly terrifying. Um, You take our medical uh, institutions now, medical institutions which have really been co-opted by the federal government. They're the ones writing the check. And as we go more and more and further down this socialist uh, medicine route, they will have complete say. Over everything, what drugs we use, how things have to be taken or done or not done, and the philosophy behind all of it. We've already had our doctors, many of our doctors and nurses, already break their Hippocratic uh, oath by first do no harm by injecting a trial ju- uh, drug into the arms of people that maybe didn't want them Um We didn't know anything about the drug. Some people just went and did it, and that's their choice. But the federal government forced them, and then they suppressed the views of any doctors or nurses that wouldn't, and if they wouldn't do it, they were fired. This is concerning to me because uh, I have studied for so long the Holocaust, and There were only a third of nurses in Nazi Germany that were part of what was called the red swastika or the um, sisterhood of Nazism. Only a third. Most nurses, most in Germany were told they had to eliminate the feeble, the feeble minded infants, all of it. And they did it. And they did it. Something happens to people when you enter a time where there is no truth anymore, and that's coupled with fear. I want to introduce you to somebody who I think is just truly amazing. Her name is Laura Morgan. She is the program manager of Do No Harm. She's a registered nurse who lost her job as a nurse uh, because she wouldn't go along with the implicit bias training. Laura, welcome to the program.
7: Well, good morning. I appreciate the opportunity, and you have put a big smile on my face, so thank you.
1: <laughs> well, usually, usually doesn't happen when, you, when the lead-up is the cost, but I, I know because you probably feel kind of alone, as I do many times, and uh, it's nice when you hear people who understand what's going on and what the stakes are.
7: I really couldn't say it any better and it's funny that you spoke about the injections that were required because that's one of the things that i actually did that was also required by my employer and i did everything else my employer asked me to do including taking both injections but i drew the line at this one because it's a really divisive ideology that has no place in medicine
1: So explain what it is.
7: Sure. Well, the concept of implicit or unconscious bias, you'll see courses called by both names. It assumes that some groups of people are automatically guilty of being prejudiced against other groups just by virtue of skin color and race. It's just that we're unaware of it. So the people who promote this idea, including in healthcare, that our unconscious bias makes us make decisions about patients that, well, they're going to result in poor outcomes because we're unintentionally hurting them through our unconscious bias. And, and this way of thinking, it actually creates barriers between healthcare providers and their patients instead of building a relationship of trust.
1: And why is that?
7: Well, because the idea of implicit bias, which is close relative anti-racism, it declares that the entire healthcare system is systemically racist and all our biases must be rooted out. And so we have to have it educated out of us. And it's just a faulty emphasis on the doctor patient or the nurse patient relationship and really erodes the dynamic you need in those relationships to be successful.
1: So where do you think this leads? Because like you said, you you took the the jabs in the injection. That is absolutely against the Nuremberg Code, the way that was done. But nobody seemed to care because it was an emergency um, but then things started to change. And, uh, you know, if you were a doctor and disagreed with it, you lost your job. Uh, if you're a nurse and you wouldn't take the jab, you lost your job. And it became um, a, a little spooky. Uh, they're now, you know, um, California just approved a bill to punish doctors who spread false information. But it is the government and the CDC that tells you what the false information is, and you don't really have a recourse to that. What are you afraid that this leads to?
7: I know that you're aware and and your listeners are aware that there just really is no end to this, that once we start agreeing to implicit bias training, then we'll introduce something else, and it will just continue to move on and on, They'll never be satisfied with until they get their entire agenda in place. And I don't even know what the end point of that is, because I don't think they know. It it seems to change on an hourly basis.
1: So the Kentucky board, there are three states, Kentucky, uh, Michigan and Massachusetts, that require implicit bias training as a condition of getting your license. Um, and the Kentucky Board of Nursing directs nurses to the Kentucky Nurses Association as an approved source of its mandatory implicit bias training, which claims a white supremacy is the driver of structural racism in healthcare; B nurses bias place their patients lives in jeopardy. Implicit bias kills and three nurses with implicit biases contribute to modern day lynchings in the workplace
7: that is absolutely true. And I will add that Maryland uh, created a mandate for implicit bias training for its uh, physicians that went into effect on October 1st. So it's continuing to accelerate. But this Kentucky Nurses Association course, I signed up and I took the course. And um, it's probably the most inflammatory thing I've ever seen in the nursing profession. And of all organizations, the uh, Kentucky Nurses Association, which you know all states have a state association under the ANA, the American Nurses Association, they're supposed to be advocates for nurses and advocates for patients. And this sort of language in a required course this doesn't meet those criteria and the graphic that shows where they claim white supremacy drives structural racism it can be seen at do no harm medicine
1: so um, I read a an opinion piece it was online I'm trying to remember maybe it was medium uh, during the um, during the COVID shutdown and it was a doctor who said do I have to treat someone who's a racist? They don't want the vaccination. They voted for Donald Trump. It's clear. And does this break my Hippocratic oath? And I, I thought to myself, uh, yes, dummy, it does. Everybody deserves medical treatment, no matter who they are. If I was a doctor and somebody killed my wife I would hope that it wasn't me that was trying to save his life, and I didn't have to do that, but if I'm the only guy, it is I am required to help and save that person's life. Am I not?
7: You are, and I've heard Dr. Ben Carson say before that every time he opened up the person's skull and looked at the brain, at that point, he couldn't tell what color their skin was, Correct. who they voted for, or anything like that.
1: So what does the future of medicine look like if doctors and nurses continue to be punished for not being woke enough? Uh, if we start teaching all of this and making it mandatory, uh, what, what happens to us? Where Where is medicine in five years, 10 years?
7: Right now, I'm sure everybody's aware that there's a pressing need excuse me for healthcare providers nurses doctors alike and if people like me continue to get pushed out of the profession then it only adds to that one of the problems that we have is that these ideologies are beat into college students which that's where they get their medical and nursing education and so then the healthcare organizations tend to take advantage of that because, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, talk about your microaggressions. You've been talking about that the past four years.
1: And they are also weeding people out through um, questionnaires, um, you know, on their application. You know, how do you feel about um, racial biases, et cetera, et cetera. And if you are you are not in line, you're not going to you're not going to go to medical school. Laura Morgan is her name. She's the program manager of Do no Harm. You can see that at do no harm dot com You lost your job in your career uh must have been terrifying um I know you went out and you i think you sold your car right away and uh you know you you you've had a kick in the teeth. Has it been worth it?
7: I have to say that it is because um, do No Harm, and you know, forgive me, it's at do donoharmmedicine.org. Do No Harm has just been a real saving grace for me. I really think that this is something that God's hands have been on to direct me to do this, and so I feel like it has been worth it. I've taken a lot of criticism on the Wall Street Journal article about saying things like that. But yes, I had some money saved up and um, and and it's possible I could have gotten another job. But this problem is so widespread throughout the medical industry and the whole healthcare industry that so many organizations are requiring this training. It's really hard to get away from it. And I'm not going to go along with it. And I'm fearless in standing up against it, and do no harm backs me up in that.
1: Laura Morgan, you are the example of what we need more Americans to do. To do, if we only had 20 percent of this population standing up and saying, "I'm not going along with this because it's wrong and it's insanity." Uh, we would be in a place where we would save our culture and our civilization. Laura, thank you so much. God bless you.
7: God bless you, sir. I really appreciate it.
1: You bet. Laura Morgan uh, from DoNoHarmMedicine.com. What are you doing today to make sure that the money you've worked so hard to earn over the years doesn't lose its value? Uh, yesterday, um, the stock market was up. Gosh, it was way up, way up. Stock market's down again today. Isn't that strange? It's uh, down about half of what it was up yesterday, and uh, day's only begun. It's—I mean—I'm telling you—that's a casino, and the house will win. I want you to look into gold or silver and see if it is right for you. Physical gold or silver. Stu and I were talking about, you know, digital currency, and you know, what do you do? And if things really broke down. And things became really oppressive. How? Who's going to take digital currency? Who's going to? I mean, you can't just walk in and quietly say, here, take this. You, you need the Internet. Having something of physical value and having it in your hand is critical for the future. Please find out if gold or silver is right for you. Call 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE. Right now, when you buy a box of 20 graded historic $5 gold Indians, uh, you'll get, oh my gosh, did he say Indians? You get a five-pack of the Maple Flex Bar at no additional cost. Call Goldline today. Find out how to acquire these unique, popular, and extremely important products. Call them now, 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The Glenn Back Program.
3: Hold the line, this is how we'll be defined Just stand your
1: ground This is my current favorite Only artist right now Poor man's poison The lyrics, yeah. everything are just so spot on right now Look around,
4: what do you know? This whole damn place is about to blow Look around, what do you see? I see the wolves at bay coming after me oh, oh.
3: Coming down, they're right
1: outside the door. If there was a theme song for tonight's special at nine, I think it would be this. Look what's happening. Revolution is coming. They tried to hold us. We just to have to hold the line. They can't control us. Can't no.
3: control us. Revolution's on its way. Our time is now. Hold the line. This is how we'll be defined. Just stand your ground. Give and take. Only works when both sides really to really it.
1: Take. No so, I mean, this dude just looked at me and calling for revolution, huh? No. Revolution is coming already here. We will be remembered and defined on how we stand now. This is a fight but it doesn't have to be a hot war. We just have to stand. Tonight I'm gonna show you what that battle is and what the KGB said is the only way to beat it. We'll give that to you tonight at 9.00 on Blaze TV. I'll let poor man's poison take us out. Look around,
4: what do you know? This whole damn place is about to glow. Look around, what do you see? I see the wolves at bay coming after me. Oh, 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 oh get ready for the war. They're coming now, yeah, they're right outside the door. Look around, what do you know? This whole damn place is about to